You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name's Moose Michaels. Good morning. Welcome to Tuesday, March 26, 2019. And we are three days away from opening day. Mmm, can you smell it? Can you smell that sweet scent of victory? I know I can. Uh, Milwaukee is who we're going to be opening up the season against up there uh, against the old Brew Crew. And we'll be using Out of the Park Baseball 20 to give us an inside look of how they think that game is going to go with the little segment we call Out of the Park Prophecy. That'll be coming up on Thursday. Hey, want to remind you, you can get Locked on Cardinals on the brand new podcasting app, Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And, you know, when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Cardinals. Really is that easy. The Himalaya podcasting app, it is amazing. Personalization, plus a sweet way to listen. And it looks nice, too. And we all know in this era, smartphones and everything else looking nice. Well, is it's just as important as functionality a lot of times. All right. So in today's show, we're going to be taking a look at the perspective opening day lineup for the St. Louis Cardinals. What does Mike Schilt have in mind? And more importantly, is this the lineup that is going to give the Cardinals the most success? Or can we find a way to tweak it just a little bit? Hmm? What do you think? And coming up in our second segment, we're going to take a look at whether or not the Cardinals should, you know, throw out a little bait, see what it would take to maybe grab someone like Dallas Keuchel or Craig Kimbrell. That's all coming up on today's episode of Locked On Cardinals, part of that Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. I'll be with you Monday through Friday, all season long. All right, let's get to it. The opening day lineup, a preview of sorts of what we might be able to expect. Jennifer Langosh, yesterday, put up a preview of what she said was the St. Louis Cardinals opening day lineup. Minus Flaherty, of course. Flaherty was slotted in as the uh, number nine guy. Michaelis, I believe, getting the ball on opening day. Flaherty going to be opening up uh, the home series at Bush Stadium. So, one through eight. This is what Mike Schilt has got. Batting leadoff. Matt Carpenter playing third base. In the two hole. Paul Goldschmidt playing first. DeYoung batting third at shortstop. Ozuna batting cleanup in left field. Molina is batting fifth at catcher. Fowler sixth. Wong seventh. Bader batting eighth. Of course, Fowler uh, playing right field. Wong second base. Bader center field. And I have to, if I have to tell you what position Molina's playing, we probably need to sit down and talk about your fandom as a, uh, as a, as a fan of the Redbirds, right? Now, a lot of people not real happy with this lineup, and pretty good reason why. Paul Goldschmidt, why is he batting second? Yes, he did it in Arizona, and yes, his numbers are pretty good, but you can make the argument that Paul's numbers are going to be pretty good probably no matter where you bat him. You could stick that dude in batting ninth, and he's going to be just as good. He doesn't have that same kind of complex that Matt Carpenter uh, appears to have, all due respect to him. Carpenter's a leadoff guy. It's where he belongs. Okay? But I'm in the camp that believes Paul Goldschmidt should bat third. Call me a traditionalist. Say, you're not with the moose. You're not with, you know, the how things are. A lot of people say your best hitter ought to bat second. 
Well, you know what? I don't, I mean, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying I prefer it when your best hitter bats third. You know, sometimes the old way is the best way. You get a guy with a high on base percentage leading off. You, you got him. You got Matt Carpenter, right? Batting third. He's going to get on first, hopefully maybe hit a double, get on second, or maybe draw a walk to get on first. Then you want somebody solid batting second to move that guy over, right? And then you want your best hitter batting third to hopefully knock them both in. And then, of course, you got your cleanup guy to, well, just like the name suggests, clean it up, okay? I believe Goldschmidt should bat third. DeYoung, move him up to second. Let him bat second. Or Molina. Molina had a great little stint batting second, too. Either one of those guys, I believe, would be a better fit batting second than Paul Goldschmidt. Again, it's not because Goldschmidt can't do it. It's because he is better suited batting third. He has the power of a guy that's going to be batting third. He has the on-base percentage of someone. Well, he has the on-base percentage of somebody that can bat anywhere. But his hit tool, his power, all says he should bat third. He probably will bat third at some point in the season. But this is something, a trend, that I don't particularly want to see. You know? To me, I think it's a not the best use of your resources of your lineup. Now, if it were me, the lineup would look like this. You have Carpenter leading off, DeYoung batting second, Goldschmidt batting third, Ozuna batting fourth, Molina fifth, and then on, on the rest of the way down is fine. Now, you could switch it up a little bit, too. You could have Molina batting second with DeYoung batting fourth and Ozuna batting fifth. That would work as well. So, uh, just taking a look at it, what do you think? Let us know. Find us on Twitter, LockedOnSTL. You can also find me at Moose Michaels, okay? So, that's just my thoughts. Goldschmidt is a number three hitter. It's not that he can't bat second. I'm sure he bats second just fine. He did in Arizona. We got him to be that number three guy, that muscle in the lineup. That is where Mike Schilt should put him. Remember to get this show every day and subscribe to Locked on Cardinals on the new Himalaya podcast app. In an ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally curated playlist, and they got new features every single day. It's an amazing app. It's what I use to listen to podcasts. Download Himalaya on your app store and subscribe to Locked on Cardinals. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to stamp up to the plate, you got to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball, when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Now, listen, Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB, just pay $5 shipping and handling. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code MLB to try it free. That promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. 
Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Be sure to listen to us in the brand new Himalaya app. Also, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. It's time for our second segment. We're going to be taking a look at a couple of notable free agents still out there on the market at the time of this recording. Mr. Dallas Keuchel, formerly of the Houston Astros, and Mr. Craig Kimbrell former member of the World Series champions, Boston Red Sox. Now, the question is, we are now done with spring training. Opening day, three days away. These guys need homes. Where are they going to land? Do we get any idea? How about this? Let's see if we can find a home for them somewhere on the Cardinals roster. Now, I'm not advocating that the Cardinals should sign either one of these guys, but it's a price drops. You know, the Craig Allen deal last year didn't quite work out the way that I believe St. Louis would have wanted it to. But, you know, what was it, a one-year, $14 million deal? You got to take that kind of chance. So a guy like Keiko comes along last year, his uh, age 30 season, 12 and 11, with a 3-7-4 ERA, 34 games that he started. Not a real bad season. Now, the thing is, his mechanics were a little bit weird. The analytics are really down on Keuchel. And, well, he was supposed to be one of the big free agent pitchers this year. As we saw the last two seasons, free agency is not all it's cranked up to be anymore. So, do we get him at a bargain? What would you pay Dallas Keuchel? Now, we're talking a one-year deal. If I'm the Cardinals and I decide I'm interested in Dallas Keuchel, because you can never have enough pinching, pitching, right? Maybe you give them a one-year deal worth, well, let's just, let's just say $12, $13 million. Now, they're probably not going to accept that. Maybe you do a team option on the back end. I still don't think he's going to take it. In fact, I think Dallas Keuchel might be sitting out the season, at least until the All-Star break. And at that point, when you're on the wrong side of 30, is that something you really, really want to do? Now, finding the destination for him in all reality, I'm not sure where he goes. I would imagine a reunion with the Astros would be more along the lines of what he could expect and probably at a discounted rate, especially after they signed Justin Verlander to that big two-year deal. Okay, Craig Kimbrell, he's still out there too. Rumor is the Braves talking to him. And despite how good the Cardinals' bullpen might be, Craig Kimbrell is a historic closer. A guy that you can mention in the same breath, probably, is Mariano Rivera, Trevor Hoffman, guys like that. And no matter, again, how good the potential is with the Cardinals' bullpen. You know, if you stick Carlos Martinez at the back end, you got Andrew Miller back there, you got Jordan Hicks back there, you got Alex Reyes back there, you could always still use Craig Kimbrell. This is a guy, I think, if his price dropped far enough, the Cardinals should take a chance on. Especially if your plan is to move Carlos Martinez back to the rotation. And I think that's a mistake. I think you got to stay in the bullpen. But regardless of what happens with that, if you got a chance to get Kimbrell, you bring him in. You see what the guy can do. Because he's only going to make you better if he's on. Yes, last year he had a few red flags pop up. But if you can get him on the cheap, absolutely. No, don't give him a two or three year deal. Don't give him a four. What was he wanting? Five, five years, $100 million, something crazy like that. I don't even remember. He's not going to get that. But if you can get him on the cheap, Craig Kimbrell could be that 
final missing piece for the St. Louis Cardinals. A guy that could close out your games. Imagine this. You get into the later innings. Uh, let's just say Jack Flaherty's starting to look a little gas for whatever reason. He's just having an off day. You got to pull him in the fifth, right? You bring in, say, Alex Reyes. And then you can bring in Jordan Hicks or Andrew Miller, right? One of those guys. Then you bring in Carlos Martinez. And then after that, you bring in Craig Kimbrell. That is a shutdown bullpen. I mean, oh my goodness. Why would they not do something like that? <laughs> it's, it really is beyond me. I, myself, think it is a no-brainer of a deal. Now, he may not be looking for a one-year deal. He may not take a deal on cheap. He may choose to sit out the season and decide, you know what? I'm just not going to do it. If they're not going to pay me what I'm worth, I'm just not going to do it. And that's just fine. Personally, like we did with Keichel, looking ahead at where he probably would fit in all reality, he's probably going to go back home to the Braves. That's what I would imagine. He's not going to go back to Boston. None of the other smaller market teams could afford him. With the way the National League East is stacking up, the Braves could use a guy like Kimbrell. That's where I would expect to see him finally wind up as one of the last big fish of free agency. Okay, before we wrap up the show, don't forget, I got three copies of Out of the Park Baseball 20 to give away to you. That's right. I need you to take a screenshot of you subscribing to Locked On Cardinals and then tweet it at us at Locked On STL on Twitter. I will be choosing three people at random on Friday's show to win. I got three serial codes. I will announce the winners. Once I announce the winners, I will follow you on Twitter and I will DM you the information that you need. Also, some other exciting news. Uh, personally, I am the grand prize winner of the inaugural My Roadcast competition. So I'm going to get a whole bunch of brand new gear that is going to enable me to take your phone calls. Yeah, that's right. You can be a part of the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, once that gets up and running, we will let you know exactly how to take part. All right. Before I get out of here again, don't forget. This is very important. Don't forget. You need to subscribe to this show on the brand new Himalaya podcast app. You can also do it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play the podcast Locked on Cardinals. Thanks for listening. I'm Moose Michaels, and you know what to do. Drink a brewski for the moosky. I'm out.